Clubhouse. Welcome to our MLS recap, week 14. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Hey, what's up? And this is Bobby. All right, David, wrap it up. I mean, not wrap it up. Wrap up the week for us is what I mean. <laughs> wrap it up, dude. Come on, man. Jesus. Am I going too long? <laughs> That's enough. Wrap it David, up. David, I don't want to hear here. your shit this week, so just hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Bobby, you should have, Bobby, you should have music queued up so that when I go too long... <laughs> you I know, start right? hearing music creeping up behind yeah it's me. like the it's like the fucking oscars like it's the yeah, rapper exactly. music like, yeah. or anytime i mention philadelphia oh my god we're gonna we're gonna have that constantly on for lewis <laughs> but it's just gonna constantly loop because he's just gonna talk right through it yeah the music I, will be over yeah because i'm ta- i'm talking but when i'm talking i don't hear shit so the music it's not, like i'm not gonna hear it so go ahead and try see what happens his mouth his mouth opens and his ears close Oh my god! <laughs> That's a weird alien shit, Lewis. All right, man. <laughs> it, it, it's very useful, actually. Wow, we're really off the rails for this segment. David, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Week fourteen. Yeah, week just, fourteen. And, and just as a, a, a peek behind the curtain, guys, uh, right before we started this, Bobby's like, "All right, let's try and make this fast." <laughs> Like every Bobby, fucking show. Bobby, what you have like, to do is not mention that. So we're yeah. just, you know, we'll do whatever. As soon as you say that, we're gonna go no, off but the that, rails. But that, but that's why I try to wrap it up as soon as I started it. <laughs> and look at what happened. We're like two minutes in. We haven't talked about the any MLS games yet. Oh I know, I know. gosh. Okay. Right. Uh, here we go. Philadelphia versus Chicago. Forty-fourth <laughs> minute. Elsinho shakes Bastian Schweinsteiger out of his boots, leaving all the ankles in his wake. Uh, uh, he gets in and hits a rocket to get Philadelphia on the board uh, to make it 1-0 in the 50th minute. A rather lax Chicago defending sees Do- Doshko whip in across to the far post. Corey Burke gets up to head it and makes it 2-0 to the Union. 56th minute, Bronquillo on the far side sends it in across the box. Alan Gordon is there for the tap-in. That's uh, two in a row for the big man. Uh, 85th minute, Burke taken down in the box it's a penalty dodge Kel converts it's three to one philly over chicago philadelphia uh very surprising they are um okay I'm, i don't want to say that they're surging but they were let me see five out of the last six uh have been wins so uh the yeah. only loss was against atlanta so that's actually pretty impressive if you're philadelphia um they are currently out of a playoff spot, but they're only one point behind that final one, which is Orlando City, which we know ha- has been reeling. So pretty impressive by Philadelphia. I also got to say that uh, I thought this was really interesting that someone put on Twitter that ever since this picture was put up, um, Philadelphia has won five out of s- or uh, have only lost one out of the past six games. And it was like, I don't know if it was like a promotional thing, but it was uh, the, the Philly Union official Twitter, and they put like a uh, like a trash uh, a, a, a truck, like taking out the trash from Philadelphia or from the stadium. That's um okay. Yeah, that, 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 that's pretty metaphorical. There, they said ever since they that that trash truck, that picture of that trash truck was taken, where they were taking the trash out of the stadium, Philadelphia has gone on their run. You just post one of those every week, right? Well, if if I'm Philadelphia, fucking a. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we maybe we should do that at the StubHub Center. Let's yeah, see. the 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 trash crack the trash crack better uh, be containing something something very specific. All right, next up, New England versus Atlanta. Twenty uh, second minute, Gressel Gressel up the right side. Almiron makes a run. 
ball gets through to Martinez, to make, who was making the late run, and he gets on the end of the ball. No one marking the Golden Boot leader. It's 1-0 to Atlanta. 66th minute, Barco making the run up the side. Played through by Martinez. He cuts inside. His shot is saved by Turner. He hits a New England defender, and it, the ball is headed goalbound. But Turner scrambles back to make the save off the line to preserve, uh, you know, to keep them in the game. Uh, 85th minute, Namath to uh, to uh, uh, God, I forgot his name. The guy with the funny hair uh, <laughs> gets tangled up, and it's a penalty. Teal Bumbery <laughs> steps up with <laughs> steps up and converts. New England, hang on. For the point, thanks to Matt Turner, and get a big uh, get a big point against Atlanta. Uh, I know it's against Atlanta, so that's why we call it a really big point, and it was a big point. I think it would have been bigger had New England been on the road, but they were at home. But we don't really see New England as this strong team in the East, but they are holding their own in that conference. They're currently sitting in fifth place, um, beating some, uh, going up against some really tough. Uh, definitely playoff-bound Eastern Conference team this past weekend. We'll, we'll get into that second game soon. But uh, good on New England to get a point out of the uh, the Supporter Shield. Uh, well, they're not title holders, but uh, no, the, the, the guys who are in, they're leaders. There leaders. You go. Yeah. leaders. There you go. That's Wow, I need a thesaurus. Go on, David. <laughs> Bobby, you have any thoughts on this game? No, I'm sorry, I don't. Okay. Uh, RSL versus Houston up next. Uh, 34th minute, Salcido uh, makes an inch perfect cross to find Silva free free header in the center uh, of the box to make it 1 0. Ramondo called upon a few times in this game. He's looking very spry, Bobby. Uh, 75th minute, Kyoto <laughs> to a very to a prowling Elise in the box to find the equalizer. Uh, 82nd minute, RSL corner, Beckerman pounces on a ball that's chested down by Krylik and makes it 2 to 1. Houston. I mean, sorry, RSL. RSL won that game. Yeah. I, I don't know what to make of Houston. If there is an enigma uh, in MLS, I think it is the Houston Dynamo. I've said that they have been underperforming. I still stick by that. I still think that they have the players to uh, be higher in the Western Conference standings than they currently are. They beat NYCFC at home convincingly the week before, 3-1. to one. And then lose to lowly RSL. That's about as MLSE as you can get. And the MLSE didn't stop there. They played a second game. We'll get to that, to that later. But RSL, um, kind of surging. Yeah, again, I would say surging, but it's against teams that are underperforming right now. Weaker opposition. We'll get there. We'll get they're, there they're, because they're, they're, I'm not they're playing. They're playing weaker op- opposition, but they're also they're connecting a lot better as a team in general too. Just like we were talking about how we kind of are a little bit better in the last game, they're kind of doing the same. Just I think they're having a better run than us. Yeah, we face them next, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> next think, up is uh, I think one right of the now. guys purposely broke a printer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lewis, come on, Oh, Lewis. <laughs> Do not tee up. Do not do not tee David up like that because then we're gonna hear it for the rest of the goddamn season. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Every fucking week after the printer got fixed. Go on, David. <laughs> every every show. So the printer. So the printer. Where's the printer? 
<laughs> come on, go, go, go. It was a big story, man. That printer <laughs> didn't you, want to get there. You stretched that shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right, next up, Colorado versus Vancouver. 17th minute, Tachera on the feed from Reyna. Colorado defense looking completely lost. Uh, they get the goal. 39th minute, Reyna gets a second for Vancouver as Colorado poorly tries to clear a ball. Um, 40th minute, Edgar Castillo. Oh, my goodness. Edgar Castillo plays in this league, but also, <laughs> what a goal. Um, he pulls him back for Colorado to make it 2-1. to one. I got to ask you guys, is this a golazo? Yes. I, I, I liked it. Uh, you, you know how I feel like those out, uh, with those outside shots. And it was one-timed into that corner. For me, it's a golazo. Yeah, I liked it too. But for some reason, it doesn't feel like a golazo to me. Um, so I'm not going to give it the golazo. It's Colorado, uh, but, but, man. Give them something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. That's, that's that's what that's I thought what when I, I that's what I first yeah. thought when I when I saw you put that in contention. I was like, oh, okay, maybe. But I don't know. <laughs> His he 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 definitely has a wind up leg in that goal. Like that leg just just stiff as a board gets freaking kicked out all crazy fast. It just looks n- nuts. But I it's not a golazo for me. Sorry, guys. And oh. Well, All it right. wins. Uh, you you think it lose things it, it wins. Yeah. Yeah. It wins. It I'm kind of surprised I, I that you didn't mention the Alan Gordon goal. But yeah. But okay. Didn't you? Well, didn't yeah, no, he week? didn't. Yeah. No, no, ago? this week. No, didn't he have another one this week? Yeah, but I thought he had one. Yeah, no, they were both tap Or am I tripping? No, you're tripping. They're both tap-ins. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, th- I think they were tap-ins. Who who took the outside shot? I could have sworn that that Alan Gordon had another outside shot. No. Or maybe it was uh, somebody we'll, else. We'll, we'll, we'll come Whatever. to another one. I, on, I, I, I'll on. ask you guys, but I didn't put him up. So, uh, Gashi nearly makes it 2-2 two to two, uh, as he has re- row beat uh, at, at the the um, at the at goal, but the ball agonizingly goes across the goal and goes out. Uh, Colorado, seven in a row they've lost. Wow. That sounds about right, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but it, it is Colorado – we talked about Tim Howard. Um, you know, this is his last hurrah. He Aww. was definitely showing his age uh, last, uh, even uh, last year when when it's not a good uh, World Cup qualifying. No, it, it's not. A, it's not a good hurrah. Uh, but um, <laughs> I've never I mean, heard Carl of Hall's a bad hurrah. Colorado. I've never heard of a bad hurrah. But I guess I'm seeing well. It now. Well, Tim Howard is Zit, and Nick Tim Romano. Howard. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, Tim Howard. I think right Romano, I think, is doing better than Tim Howard is. Yeah, yeah he is actually. I, no, there is, is. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, next up, Atlanta versus Philadelphia. 17th minute, Martinez is in on goal. Trusty gets back to knock the ball away, but catches Martinez. It's a penalty. Uh, after Bedoya starts arguing the call, Bedoya gets sent off for dissent, and then Madunian loses his freaking mind and goes after the ref, and he gets sent off. So two players... Sent off both in the 19th minute on the same play, but not the guy who denied the goal scoring opportunity <laughs> and takes down Yosin Martinez. Technically, because MLS. Because MLS. Uh, 48th minute, Yosin Martinez. MLS. MLS. So, Yosin uh, Martinez obviously uh, converts that penalty kick. Uh, 48th minute, uh, again, Yosin on the run. Um, he gets on the end of a Almiron cross to make it 2-0. Uh, 
Um, Pico brings down a second ball in the box to slot one back uh, for for Philadelphia. Uh, 83rd minute, Fabinho called for a handball in the box. Uh, it's a penalty. Martinez will convert. That's Joseph Martinez's fifth hat trick of his MLS career, which now ties him for the MLS record held by Stern John and Diego Serna. Now, if those players don't sound that familiar to you, it's probably because Stern John hasn't played in MLS since the 90s, and Serna's last MLS team was Colorado. He also played for the Galaxy for half a season, by the way. But that was back in 2005. So Wasn't he in Miami? Miami? He was in Miami. That's where he had most of his success in, in Miami yeah. between 98 and 2001. Yeah. So the only thing that I'm going to say about this game is that when you have Atlanta, the, the best team in MLS against Philadelphia, not the worst team in MLS, but you got to figure that they're pretty bad in Atlanta. It doesn't matter if they were in Philadelphia. I mean, but they were in Atlanta. And Philadelphia was down... Two men for 70 minutes. At one point, the score was two to one. Yeah. Which I find absolutely just jaw-dropping. And the second thing is that the final scoreline was only, only three to one. And it took two penalties. This should have been a blowout, right? It It should should have been a record-setting blowout. And... It was anything but, and it, I did not watch this game, but this was my double down in balls and beers. Had I been watching this game, I would have been frustrated as shit. It wasn't until after that I found out like the stats and what happened. I was like, like wow, I'm really glad I watched that game. I just saw <laughs> three to one. I was fine with it. When I found out that they were up by two men and at one point Philadelphia scored on you, oh my God, I probably would have lost my shit having watched that game. But yeah, that is the only thing I can say about that game, that this should have been a ridiculous, you know, double-digit blowout. But nope, two penalties is what it had to take to be a nine-man Philadelphia team. All right, up next, Columbus versus Toronto FC. 16th minute. Tyler gets taken down in the box, earns a penalty for Toronto. Vasquez converts to make it 3-1. Three, three, I'm sorry, 1-0. Well, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Um, 38th minute, Jovinko finds Ricketts across the six. He makes it 2-0. 57th minute, Gio, uh, Jovinko free kick special. 3-0, Toronto. That should be done and dusted for those guys, right? Nope. 66th minute, Columbus start the comeback. Giassi Zardes climbs over Michael Bradley. To pull one back. 81st minute, Iguain free kick headed across the area. Bradley tries to clear, gets stripped, and Cornell, uh pokes it, the ball uh, into the back of the net uh, to make it 3 to 2. 88th minute, Zardes gets played through. Bradley gets back and catches Zardes. It's a penalty. Iguain converts to equalize. What a collapse from Toronto. Bradley in all, in at fault in all three of those Columbus goals. So in Balls and Beers last week, our guest expert, uh, Pablo Maurer, said that Toronto cannot stay down for very long. They're going to get over this. They're going to come back and show that they're the team to beat. And he had predicted that this was the game that they were going to do it and that Toronto comes back into this game. And for a while, you thought, oh, wow, he was right. 3-0 in Columbus, that's pretty impressive. And then, you know, 
I don't know. They, they just had a meltdown. And Columbus decided to finally, you know, wake up and step into the game, score three goals of their own to tie the game. Uh, oh, absolutely. I love them. Uh, I love yeah, them I know. <laughs> I, I know you. I, I, I know you called the draw in that game, but it was absolutely berserk. Toronto guys. Um, again, I know we're well. Now we're in June. Um, they've played twelve games, which is uh, just about a third of the way there. They are currently sitting in tenth place in the Eastern Conference. Only DC United is worse than them, and DC United has two games. Uh, on Toronto. So all I have to do is win one of those games and Toronto would be at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Guys, is Toronto missing the playoff uh, playoffs after such a historic 2017 season? First to last? I don't know. They might. I mean, it just it just they seem to be hot and cold here and there. That's the thing. So I I don't think they, they were ever hot. Freezing over. They're freezing well, I'm over saying, at this I'm point. Saying in, in, I'm saying in certain games, in specific games, because can, we can go back to a few games right here. Both of you guys like, Toronto is back. So. That's me. That is literally <laughs> David. Like, Maybe. Yeah. Literally David. <laughs> and I think you said it in Balls and Beers. So quote no, David. No, I think no, I'm no, the no, only I, one I, who no, has no, 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 no. I quoted, I quoted the way he said that, but I, did it, I used it for Zardes, which yeah. helped me yeah, out yeah, for this did. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it right. worked out here. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think uh, Toronto's got some serious soul searching to do. Um, uh, you know, they're missing they're missing some players. They don't have any center backs. Um, that's why Michael Bradley's playing where he is. And obviously, that's a big reason why they can't generate things. Uh, they're missing outdoor. Although I don't know if that's going to be, you know, much of a boost when he comes back. Um, they need something. Something needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. It's MLS after all. Maybe they're trying to pull a Seattle. <laughs> um, next up, Montreal versus Houston. What the hell happened to Houston? Um, Montreal breaks it's- a streak at four. Vargas unleashes a beauty to give Montreal the win, and Bush helps to pervert pre- to preserve the victory. But oof, Houston, you lost against two teams that are not very good. I think yeah. the more shocking of these two games is this one right here. And uh, like I said, Houston is just one huge enigma. Uh, I, I can't seem to figure it out. You went up against a team that is was not only on a four-game losing streak. They were shut out in each of those four games. You lost at home to Philadelphia. Philadelphia got a road win and didn't allow a goal. The Galaxy got a road win. <laughs> With 10 men, with that defense, and you couldn't get a goal in. But you got one in with, with Houston, and Houston could not get one in. That doesn't make any freaking sense. I would say that we got MLS here, except that Bobby called both Houston losses yep. in <laughs> balls and beers. Yeah. So. Nice work there, Bobby. Yeah, very, very interesting. I, I guess so. <laughs> I, I actually got to tip my hat to you there because you were really down on Houston and you and came you up guys correct all times. talk shit to me saying how wrong I was. But, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, New England versus the Red Bulls. Uh, eighth minute, BWP strikes with a headed ball into the back of the net, beating Andrew Farrell no, in the air, no less. Uh, just before the half, the Red Bull defense gets sucked in on one side. A little bit too much. Nemeth lays the service off uh, from a free kick to Fagundes. 
who is all alone. It's 1-1. Uh, in the 78th minute, Till Bumbery gets on the end of the ser- of service from Pania. He makes it 2-1. to one. Uh, New England facing Atlanta and New York Red Bulls. Come away unbeaten this week. Yeah, they looked real good. So so where uh, Bobby was able to call both Houston losses, I was this able to call <laughs> both New England results. I-, I-, I said a draw against Atlanta. I said that they would beat New York. This is, by the way, Bobby's double down. He doubled yeah, down on New York. He hurt. lost this game. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so I'm actually New York. New England this weekend. Loving New England this weekend. I, I, I felt really proud when I called both of those games. Um, and like I said before, New England hanging in there with some of the best in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they're obviously not going to be in the top three. We know who the top three would be. And uh, one of them is not Toronto, by the way. Uh, so it's an extremely competitive Eastern Conference. And New England is holding their own here, a wooden spoon contender for all of us in the beginning of the season. They're currently sitting um, in fifth place uh, behind New York. They have the same amount of points, but New York has a better goal differential. New York actually also has two games up on New England, so um, they could actually leapfrog uh, a couple teams uh, should they win those uh, those two games. Uh, but uh, again, I I say it every week, but I got to give my kudos to Brad Friedel. Um, He's doing a great job up in New England. So, Yep. All right. Next up is uh, the other New York team, NYCFC versus Orlando. Uh, 35th minute, Orlando, hapless. Tinner home feeds to Jory Shadi. He cuts inside. He curls one into the back of the net. Uh, In the 49th minute, Orlando earn a penalty. Clutchin steps up to uh, to the spot, and his shot is off the post and out. Uh, 79th minute to Jory Shotty. Free kick gets through traffic and bounces into the Orlando net. 87th minute, Medina shot off the crossbar. Villa tries to... uh, Oh, sorry. uh, Madrona shot off the crossbar. Villa tries to uh, overhead kick. But his shot is off the crossbar. And finally, Morales puts the ball away to make it 3-0. Looks like Orlando has reverted back to their previous form after that six-game winning streak. Something's going on, guys. Well, I I wouldn't say going back to their form. I just think NYC slapped them across the face three times in this game. Um, Really hard. NYC just took control of this game big time. I mean, they went back Uh, home and they connected a few dots that they weren't weren't connecting the last few games. And they dominated. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, well said. Uh, I think this was a bounce back game, and it was unfortunate that Orlando was the one that was in their way. Uh, four games in a row, though. Uh, they lost to Atlanta. I, I don't think that's that's a surprise. They lost to Toronto. A little bit of a surprise, considering what we know about Toronto. Lost to Chicago at home. That's definitely a surprise. I don't think you can fault them for losing to NYCFC. Um, so after going zero and three, they go six and zero. And now they're 0-4. So Orlando is all about streaks right now. Um, their next few games, they, they may get streaky again. They play against Vancouver, and they play twice back-to-back against Montreal. You would figure that these games should be victories, and they better be because after that, they play Atlanta, LAFC, Columbus, NYC, EFC before they get an easy one against Oof. the Galaxy. So um, a, a tough schedule for Orlando. We talked about the Eastern Conference being very, very um, competitive. So, uh, yeah, good luck, Orlando. You're hanging on 
to the uh, sixth seed right now as we speak. One point ahead of Philadelphia, by the way, but they also have a game up on Philadelphia. And uh, NYCFC sitting in second place uh, in the Eastern Conference. That's not a surprise there. Two points behind Atlanta. All right. It's a lot of, it's a lot of numbers, Lewis. I love numbers and stats. Yes, you do. He throws uh, them out right. there to confuse people and think they're real, dude. Like they know they're hearing something important. I'm also, <laughs> I am also a good bullshitter. Uh, <laughs> next up, Dallas versus LAFC. Uh, 25th minute, Reggie Cannon's shot gets deflected through traffic. Ziegler heads the deflected ball into the LAFC net. Uh, LAFC very much on his heels. Miller coming out big as Dallas is just ripping through their defense. Lamont makes it 2-0 in the 51st. Uh, LAFC will pull one back after Diamond and Failhopper uh, give and go. Diamond makes it 2-1 in the 89th minute. Jordan Harvey will see yellow. Uh, sorry, a second yellow for a tackle on Hayes, and he's off. Dallas get the win over LAFC. So after an extremely hot start, LAFC has come back down to earth. They have not won a game since May 9th against Minnesota. And before that, they won against Seattle. They won against Montreal. And they won against Vancouver. They also have wins against RSL and Seattle. So they're beating teams that just aren't good. Once they come up against uh, stiffer opposition, uh, they seem to have faltered. Uh, However, they also could not beat DC United at home. They seem to be reeling a little bit. So they weren't too far off from being in first place in the Western Conference. All of a sudden, they find themselves in fourth, tied with Portland with points, uh, but a two-goal differential that's better, which gives them the tiebreaker. But Portland actually has a game up on LAFC, so they can very well be in fifth place should Portland get even a point in that extra game. And Vancouver... As wishy-washy and as horrible as they are, they're currently sitting in sixth place in the Western Conference, only one point behind LAFC. So LAFC is coming back down to earth. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. Uh, it's a long season. It's a long season. LAFC fans were ready to celebrate a championship, but uh, I don't think they've been in the league long. Oh, no, no. Excuse me. They've been here before the, the beginning of time. So they should know that MLS is an extremely long season and that nothing matters until after July. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to coin that the mid-season muddle for the LAFC. <laughs> yeah, it certainly has been. Um, it, it looking, Thinking about the way the LAFC season has gone and the way the Galaxy season has gone, um, you would think that LAFC's has been far and away the better season. It has had the better season so far. They only have one more win than the Galaxy right now. Um, yeah. They have a couple of draws. Um, that's That's been the difference. They also have a game in hand. So even though four teams uh, or there are three teams between uh, the Galaxy and LAFC right now, the Galaxy is only four points behind uh, LAFC, uh, but they do have a game in hand. So there's a little bit of an advantage there. But, you know, like, like I said, the, there's only one win right now. That is, uh, you know, as far as the win column goes, it separates the two teams. Yeah, Welcome it, it, to it, MLS. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's not really something. Uh, I mean, 
like I said, they, they came out of the gate, they came out running, and everything was great. But it's a long season. MLS is a marathon. Yeah. It is not yeah. a sprint. Um, Dallas, on the other hand, I, I always had given shit to Oscar Pereja as to why he still has a job. Well, he has only one loss. Nobody else has that, including Atlanta. Only one loss uh, in the entire season so far. Um, a lot of draws, though. I, I think some of those draws should have been wins, and that's where I was critical of uh, of the coach there. But they currently sit in second place in the Western Conference. They have a game up on Kansas City, who's in first place. Should they win that game, Dallas would be in first place in the Western Conference. So Dallas seems to be reverting back to its uh, form that they had last season. But it was around this time that they tanked. It seemed to have uh, maybe an opposite effect this year. Um, so Dallas seems to have found something um, to get themselves back into the uh, the upper levels of that Western Conference. All right. <clears throat> Next up, Chicago versus San Jose. 29th minute, Solniak uh, to who else? Alan Gordon. He makes it 1-0 for Chicago. 49th minute, Katai up the right wing. He beats his first defender and sends a rocket to the back, of, back corner to make it 2-0. Gordon nearly makes it three, but his shot gets deflected uh, to the post, and Solniak on the follow-up has his shot cleared off the line. 74th minute, Wando to Husin. He pulls one back for San Jose, but Chicago, hold on, get the win, 2-1. to one. I have not much to say about this one. Um, fuck San Jose, uh-huh, Chicago beat you. Yeah, and you know, Gordo, man, he's, he's making a name for himself over there in Chicago. He's becoming a new hero, as he always yep. does. So, nice. That's uh, three games in a row. Three games in a row he scored for Chicago. Yep. Uh, next up, RSL versus Seattle. 58th minute, Acosta up the left side, takes a shot from a tight angle. Fry makes a save, but the rebound falls straight to Baird, who heads the ball into the net. Uh, 90th minute, Fry goes up uh, for a Seattle corner. That tells you how desperate Seattle is to, uh, you know, get something out of out of this game. Um <clears throat> RSL recovered the ball. It falls to Silva. He sends the ball into the empty net from nearly half field. RSL gets a 2-0 win over Seattle. Very so, bad Seattle team. God, they're bad. So, so, so here's the thing. So, so we talked about RSL surging a little bit. They beat DC United. Uh, that was our garbage cup. It would, that was 3-2, but it ended up being a horrible game. Then they go to Philadelphia and get pounded 4-1. They beat Seattle twice. Uh, in, in consecutive weeks, uh, one on the road, one one at home. Very bad Seattle team, and they they beat a Houston side that we talked about is an enigma. But they're getting the results, and they find themselves in third place in the Western <laughs> Conference. How fucking crazy is that? That a or how shitty team... is West Conference? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's open. I, wide open. What did I say in our prediction when you guys were giving me all shit? Every team is on the fucking bubble. Every single freaking team is on the bubble. And it turns out to be correct the same way that Kansas City is in first place in the way that David uh, predicted. But yeah, so that is our next opponent, by the way. The third place in the Western Conference. It doesn't mean anything to me because RSL is still pretty bad in a bad conference. Again, I you heard on the main pod, this is a game that we should be getting three points. Put Emma up on the uh, as a striker position. He'll have hat tricks in both halves, and um, and all headers, and all is, headers, all, all headers. That's right. <laughs> Alessandrini and, um, to Boa, Alessandrini to Boa, the whole time. 
And uh, you got to remember that this is kind of a revenge game for the uh, Fourth of July game last year. We know what they did to mm-hmm. us in Fourth of July last year. So, um, uh, again, it's a game that we should be winning. Uh, so hopefully, um, you know, those should have turned into, you know, did. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, we're going to have a case of the Spostas. <laughs> uh, next up is Seattle. I mean, sorry, uh, Sporting Kansas City versus Minnesota. Uh, eighth minute, <laughs> minute, Daniel Saloy, uh, right-footed shot from the top of the box. What a beauty this goal was. Um, but not to be outdone, Tyrone Mears hits just as beautiful as a, a, a goal in the 10th minute to tie it up, make it 1-1. Uh, I mean, if there were ever a golazo off, I think this would be – pretty good uh, first candidates because both of these were just, you know, long shots outside the box, you know, powerful, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, 34th minute, Sporting Kansas City, uh, get another goal from uh, uh, Um He gets uh, he gets goal number two. Uh, goal number three comes in the 37th minute as uh, Lobato uh, gets a shot off and uh, hits the bottom right corner. And um, <clears throat> the Sporting Kansas City will get their final goal in the 80th minute as Diego Rubio uh, gets in from the bottom of the box. I think Rubio is uh, – oh, no, no, I was thinking about Gutierrez. Never mind. I was going to say Rubio returning from injury, but no, uh, I was thinking about the, wrong, the other guy. Um, easy win for, uh, for Kansas City. Yeah, after uh, failing to beat a uh, a ten man Columbus at home, uh, they come back and take it on Minnesota. I don't think there's any surprise in this game. I think we all had Kansas City win this game, um, and they did it in convincing fashion, the way they should have uh, as Western Conference leaders against a team that is not playoff bound. So, um, pretty straightforward win for Kansas City, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that was obvious. All right, guys. Well, th- thanks for listening. This is uh, MLS Recap Week 14. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Later. Bye. Bye.